All right, everybody. Hello, everyone. Coming to the Dads, Beards, Nerds Prime podcast, episode 12. The podcast where one of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. I'm Anthony. I'm George. And tonight we've got a special guest, the wonderful, the amazing, the ever-changing like a chameleon, Nick DiPaolo, maker <laughs> of Adam's Ascending. Nick, how are you doing tonight? Uh, amazing. Thank you for the... Uh epic introduction true I, I don't know why it. i said chameleon i think because i've seen your haircut like two different ways now off of uh, completely consensual <laughs> i love it. it it actually matches my personality i'm always transforming into the next evolution of me so thank you awesome. you're, you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> george how you doing tonight oh i'm fantastic thank you for asking in uh in in, in true dad beards in his fashion george i just want you to know that i miss you and i love you and i wish we were close there <laughs> i know i know me too all me right too. so like i said nick DePaolo is the maker of adam's ascending nick real quick uh at the start of the show let's have you plug out all of your uh your social medias and stuff like that yeah so you can follow me on twitter at DePaolo, d-e-p-a-l-o uh instagram at nick underscore DePaolo. Uh, and then YouTube is youtube.com slash Nick DePaulo, which is going to start growing very shortly with uh, some awesome podcasts. So that's the first reveal right here. You heard it first. What? What's Whoa, podcast sweet. What's, What's so, the podcast called? Uh, we're still figuring out, but it's going to probably wrap around and revolve around Adam's Ascending and development process, especially after the next month of what we're trying to launch and get into. So should be fun. That's freaking awesome. So kind of like a dev great. diary. Yeah, I think we, I think too many developers don't take time to really dive into the dev side of things. And because people are always interested in how you made the game, how, how all these things come together instead of just the game itself. So we want to talk about that, bring on special guests uh, that love games, that talk about game development and just kind of see where it grows into. We want to really build it into something epic. I love it. I love it. That sounds right. amazing. All right, let's jump into housekeeping real quick. So if you are enjoying the podcast, please check us out. We've got a multiple variety of content. I wouldn't necessarily call it shows. We have recently switched up how our content rolls out and, and what days. So Monday through Friday, you will have your daily news, with the only exception being this week, since Thursday, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So Monday through Friday, you've got news. Saturday, you've got a news recap, which will be just a short, brief recap, more off the cuff. It'll be a little bit funnier. Then on Sundays, we release our Dads, Beards, Nerds Prime podcast. Next up, if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 per month. Next up, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, because some other guy already took Dad's Beards Nerds. May he rain fire upon his bedroom. <laughs> Next up, find us on Discord. Our Discord link is actually in our Twitter bio, so click that. We are building community there. Find us on Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds. And last up, find George on Twitter at Ghioco. That's G-H-I-O-C-O. And me, and no longer at A Flaherty, you will find me at Dadbod Plays, all one word, because I am trying to diversify. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh it was funny when i changed that i was like look at me i'm uh media conscious <laughs> <laughs> as i was most likely buzz drinking beer so 
And jumping the first thing, uh, Nick, since you're the guest, uh, what have you been playing lately If when you find time to play video games? Yeah, when I find time very late at night, it's probably one of the best games ever created. Red Dead Redemption 2. Just oh, soaking that up uh, so hardcore and loving it. And every detail is just immersive. So really just soaking that up as much as I can, when I can. Uh, and I'll probably take me about three to four years to finish it because, you know, a million things balancing, but I'm going to get it done. So that's, that's what I've been diving into. Yeah. People, everything I've been seeing posted about it. I, I love that. I've seen, seen people post like, you know, I'm just not a fan of this Red Dead Redemption, you know, it's just too real. And I'm like, isn't that what everybody wanted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I saw a lot of that too. And I was like, what? No. Yeah. I think it's something that, uh, especially the game industry is, leaning towards more and more of you know they're getting too far away it's all it's all about the big bang impact instead of something that's slow burning and just really immersive and that's what to me an oscar winning game is if you want to call it that or game awards or game of the year is something that is really revolutionary and really pushes things forward so that's that's where i think you're gonna you see the headbutting happen because everybody's so used to just digesting a game and spitting it out and wanting the next one where this one's like, well, you're forced to go slow. Enjoy it. So it's, uh, that's why I love it. It looks absolutely beautiful from everything I've seen about, from everything I've seen with that game, even watching people stream it. I'm like, damn, this game looks good. Like Rockstar went all out 110% of this game. And eventually I'll, I'll, I'll probably try it out. I might red box it. I don't know. Like Red Dead, the first Red Redemption, Red Dead Redemption, was a great game, but it just never grabbed me the way I wanted it to. So I probably maybe got like a quarter of the way through it, if that. But sometime down the line, you know, I will pick it up and give it a try. It's definitely worth it, for sure. George, what are you playing? Oh, man. Uh, my brother and I recently acquired Battlefield Five, So we've yeah. thrown a lot of time into that with him. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. So... Just Battlefield Five so far? Yeah, uh, yeah, just Battlefield Five. I kind of once I beat Dead Cells, I, I kind of put it down for a day or two just to kind of like, you know, relish my glory uh, <laughs> <laughs> before I go back to getting my ass handed to me in that game as well. But uh, no, I did, I did. Well, I, you saw me post about it, but I recently beat Dead Cells on on the standard difficulty, and that was my achievement recently. God, <laughs> uh, that you. <clears throat> He put it on. Uh, he put it online. I, what'd, you, what'd you put on your Twitter, or did you put it in our Discord? Uh, well, I uploaded it to YouTube, and then I put it on our Discord. So if anyone wants to go check it out, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I got into the hand of the king so many times, and I was just like, I knew exactly what what kind of equipment I wanted going into the fight, and I really was able to build the whole the whole thing while I was doing runs. So I was just like, all right, it's now or never. And uh, yeah, the, the way you took him out was actually really, like, really genius in a way that I never even thought about. I was like, I'm just going to go up to him and punch him really hard in the face as many times as I can before I die. No, no, no. And, and I really, after the, the first time I fought him and I actually got to the second phase, I realized that he spawned all those enemies and basically floated up there and then came straight down from that position. And I was like, well, I'm just going to put a trap here so that way when he does come down, he can't move and, and, and proceeded through that whole effective or that that strategy i should say um but yeah it paid off in dividends i really did not expect it to go that easily <laughs> um yeah you, you made it look really really stupid easy like I, like ridiculously I, easier than it should have looked my heart was really, to you. joke my heart was just going a million miles an hour while i was playing 
That's why so, awesome. Uh, yeah, no, Dead Cells. I don't know if you've played Dead Cells at all, Nick, but it is a, it's a phenomenal game. Like these indie games are getting wild. I mean, like it, I, I'm not playing this game and I haven't played it yet, but hell, Celeste got nominated for for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Yeah, uh, and it's it's grouped up there with five other AAA titles, and Celeste, this little indie darling, is there. And absolutely amazing. Congratulations to the team who made that game because it resonates so much with people that it's literally up there with five AAA titles. Yeah, that's crazy. It just shows how amazing games could be. They could range from Spider-Man to Celeste and Tackle. You know, a a lot of people always (laughs) think, oh, if you're going to make a game, it has to be this big epic thing. And it's like, as long as it's tight and it's amazing and it makes you feel something, I always say this quote uh, that says, you know, in the end, people won't remember what you say, but how you make them feel. Uh, and that's very true about games. You know, I look, I, I played Red Dead Redemption, the first one. I look back what, eight years ago. I don't remember anything. I remember the ending. I remember a little bit of things here and there, but I remember how it made me feel. So game game of the year, I think, really comes in when those games make you feel a certain way. And obviously that comes in and ties into gameplay and, and music and all that other, all, all of it coming together. But yeah, Celeste, uh, God bless that team. I think it's like a team of three, if I recall, or something. It's a small team, and uh, yeah, they should be popping bottles of champagne and just enjoying enjoying the victory, for sure. For sure. Okay, so what I've been playing, <laughs> it ranges it ranges from, from AAA to, to mobile. Uh, it's two games, so Assassin's Creed Origins has grabbed me by the balls and has held me tight to my PlayStation. Um that game is so good, and a buddy of mine let, let me borrow it because uh, I, I let him borrow Persona Five. Nice. And I, I got maybe through the first hour, and I was I remember I went to work and was like, "Hey, I don't know about this game." And he's he's just basically like, "Give it, give it another hour or two, just play a little more." And then, you know, I told him, "Okay, yeah, you know, I'll, because because you got you're giving it this 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 ranting and raving, I'll, I'll do it." And boy, howdy. Was that a smart idea? Because uh, it's great. Even like the settlements, like going up to enemy camps, and it, it's kind of got that Far Cry feel to it, where you're going up to enemy camps or enemy like strongholds, and you're taking them out, and you're doing stuff like that. Like they don't. Every single enemy camp I take out doesn't feel like the same one. Is for I don't know how they manage to keep it fresh. Because even in Far Cry, you get to a point where I'm just like, all right, I'm just trying to get this fucking trophy because every <laughs> camp I'm taking it out the same. Yeah. That's uh, but in but in Origins it just feels each camp feels good and fresh and like something different which I was not expecting at all. Plus the story's great, the main character's great, the voice actor is phenomenal for both him and his wife in the game. Uh, I'm just actually enjoying this game 100 percent, just as a whole, which doesn't generally happen with me. There's usually at least one or two aspects that kind of deter me from wanting to play more, but the stronger ones, you know, they they subsist or not subsist but they, they grab me enough just to play it <clears throat> and then the second game is pokemon quest on my phone <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you gentlemen if you thought origins had me by the balls pokemon quest has its fingers inside of me uh-huh. using me like a marionette <laughs> this fucking game i can't stop i've even i've probably paid like 10 real world dollars on a free game to get like an extra cooking pot because you got to cook food in order to attract different. That's how you catch Pokemon. Uh, and like I'm evolving Pokemon and I'm catching Pokemon and I'm playing like all my energy out and then I'm waiting 
two hours till my energy re-energizes and I feel ridiculous, but this game's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's uh... for all my, and it's on Switch. Like, I don't really know how it'll work on, it, it feels like it's definitely a mobile game because of the whole time constraint. And when, when I'm on my phone, I've got data, you know? Yeah. But I guess if you were to play it on Switch, you would always have to be on a Wi Fi connection because obviously there's no LTE or 3G or whatever on, on, on a Switch. So it just, it just runs so smooth and feels so good. <laughs> I fucking hate admitting it, but it has me. It has me. Hey, so bad. You got to catch them all. That's what you got to do. Well, I, my, Mike, a.k.a. Cheeks Jr., made, or not made fun of me, but I think the first time I was on his show, I was playing a lot of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions on my phone. <laughs> so it's like every once in a while a phone game comes out and just has me by the balls because I can't take my console with me everywhere. And I don't have a Switch or, or my Vita with me, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm Jones in to pick up one Let's Go games here probably this weekend. <laughs> Dude, they're I'm hearing nothing but awesome about those games, which which is super super great because I'm gonna be honest, they didn't look good to me, but the fact that everybody's talking about them makes me so happy. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people that are saying that they're if you're kind of a hardcore Pokemon fan or an old school fan that they're relatively easy. But I've kind of shifted focus with them. I I really want to pick them up so I can play it with my son. Mm. Yeah, you know. Oh it, yeah, definitely, definitely. Are you gonna get the Pokeball paraphernalia as well? Uh, nah, I think that's a little bit too much money. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not no, gonna get that bundle. No, I I think I'll just buy one game. Um, but nonetheless, you know, just to be in a Joy-Con and just <laughs> throw Pokeballs around, that might be fun. I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It looks interesting and fun, which is really all I need to grab me. And yeah, when you have kids, Nick, you've got a kid, right? Yeah, baby girl, almost nine months now. It's pretty cool. Okay, so so she's not going to be catching any Pokemon yet. But when she gets older, she'd probably love that game. Probably. I'm already throwing the PS4 controller in her hand. I'm like, this is how you use the analog sticks, and this is how you press X, <laughs> and she she knows what to do. She's always uh, when I'm playing Red Dead, she like turns on the other controller and starts trying to jam out. So I'm like, hey. So she's she's You're like, don't don't use your teeth on the controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So she's she's gonna learn the ways of the force for sure as soon as she gets older. Teach her the gaming way. My kids got I got my kids hooked on uh, Plants vs uh, Zombies Garden Warfare because it was like the shooter games that it's like a, it's basically a shooter game but it's a cartoony one. So they they would watch me play my games and I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna let you play Fortnite or Call of Duty. So what's a good game that you could play? <laughs> yeah. And Garden Warfare was that game. That was the perfect game man. Teach them some skills. That's huge. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's hop into the topics. So, so obviously, uh, for all of you listening to these topics, they're, when we have guests, our topics are generally geared towards our guests and what they're doing. Um, when it came down to, what was it, uh, Papa Newt and Boomer, we had we talked extensively about uh, Blackout and PUBG. When it came to Ryan, a.k.a. Vitriol, we talked about you know modding on Twitch, stuff like that. So, Nick, in that same vein, these questions are going to be more geared towards what you're doing with uh, balancing work, balancing family, uh, you know, family and life, and balancing creating a game from the ground up. So the first topic is, um, and, and of course they're for all of us because George and I have our extracurriculars as well. But how do we balance work, family, and the extracurricular activities, hobbies, passions that we have? So um, Nick, I'm going to have you start it out. You know, how, how do you balance life, work? Uh, and your passion for making your game? Uh, for me, it really just stems down to being disciplined. It's just something that it's been always built into me where, 
all right, I got these four or five things I need to do. I got to get to work. I got to, you know, be a dad. I got to be a husband. Uh, I have to build this game. Uh, I have to take some time to relax. And it's really just finding time and, and time slots to go, okay, from this time to this time, I'm doing this full time. Uh, from this time to this time, I'm doing that and really just breaking it up in chunks uh, so I could balance it all uh, as best as I can. Obviously, it's never perfect, but, you know, inconsistency lies the power. So for me personally, that's been the drive to stay disciplined, set goals and reach those goals, uh, whether they're weekly, monthly, yearly. And once you hit those, you just keep going and going. So that's been just a brief highlight of how I've been able to keep it all going forward as I'm building this game for sure. I would imagine you have a lot of uh, nights where you have some risk reward involved in, in the fact of, do I stay up and create more and then get three hours of sleep or do I go to bed and go to work well rested? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, over the last three years of working on this game, uh, it definitely has shifted where it was, okay, let's work from, 5 30 a.m to you know nine ish and then like head out to work and do what i have to do and then you know once the child was born it was kind of like shifting that again that time and those hours but uh yeah just really finding the balance i think for me that's where it uh comes into play and yeah there are some risk rewards of like, yeah, staying up late at night. I kind of now try to shift it and just try to do all my work as early, like game work, building the game as early as possible. So then I could put my behind in bed at a reasonable time and not feel like I'm dead in the morning. Because again, if I'm not disciplined, then I'm going to wake up uh, five o'clock in the morning, six and be exhausted because I wasn't disciplined. I didn't get to sleep in time. So it really is keeping that balance for sure. That's definitely the balance that like I, I was really stoked about getting to talk to you about because George and I, we've got our extracurriculars as well. George has his own Twitch channel. I have my own Twitch channel. We've got the podcast, which we're doing. You know, we alternate the, the daily news. And we were before that. Um, this is where like my main reason for asking came in was we, we had a like review segment that we were doing when it came to like like on Saturdays. We would post a game review, <clears throat> but it did get to a point to where like we were missing it or like the drive wasn't there. And then I finally told George like, Hey, like, listen, like I think we should revamp and kind of get rid of it just because it seems like it's something that that's getting more in our way as opposed to something that's more helping us and that we want to do. No. Yeah. And I, I think for, for what you're saying is that you nailed it in the sense of really find, I say it to you, I say it to everybody, I say it to myself, really find, the most efficient thing that's really going to propel you into the next place you're trying to get into. Don't waste your time on anything else. And sometimes it feels great to go, Oh, I'm doing these 700 things. I'm doing stuff. But in reality, you're doing nothing because you're just in doing a cycle and a circle and you're not moving forward. So sometimes it's even better to just go, Hey, I'm just doing this thing for this many hours and it'll bring me to that next step that I'm trying to go to. And then I'll shift gears and I'll keep going faster and more efficient and better so yeah, definitely pro art is the process of elimination, whether you're doing podcasts, Twitch, building a game is eliminate the things that are slowing you down that are not even necessary that you're not seeing results from because, you know, com major companies do that all the time. Like, Hey, this is not selling. Why are we going to keep making it? So it's the same thing for our personal lives. Like I'm not seeing anything from this. Why am I going to keep doing it? Let me shift it and find a better way to do it. 
or something else entirely different. So, yeah, I think you guys nailed it by just saying, hey, let's do this later or let's do something else instead of this. Uh, and then you're just more energized to do it as well. These are fired up for life. Definitely. It was, I mean, I, I know I feel that way. And I think George feels that way too, is we're, we're, we're like with Dad's Beards Nerds, we're definitely ever evolving. And we're both always throwing out ideas. Like, like George threw out an idea to change up the Discord. And generally, like, I know when I throw out an idea to George, he's, he's generally on board. He's like, go ahead. And I'm like, you cool if I had this? And he's like, yeah. With the Discord stuff, he's like, hey, I kind of want to change this and this. And I'm like, fucking do it. Like, if you think it's going to be better for us. Yeah, yeah, you have to adjust for sure. But, yeah, we, we, we communicate well. And I think that's, like, 90% of it, you know, like, especially when you have more than one person involved in the project. Communication is key. Yeah, and we're, then, yeah, yeah, we're de- we're definitely always on the same page. Is is the way I feel. And if someone has an idea and they want to implement it, uh, one of us is usually like, "Go ahead and do it, man!" Like, like take the helm, do it because I trust you enough to be able to like knock it out and do it the way that that you know we would both see fit to do it. We're it's just it's nice. It's almost like we're married, but we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a relationship. You guys are balancing it. That's what it's about. So, so to answer the question on my side, and then George, I'll, I'll have you answer next. Um, yeah, so right now, especially just in life in general, because I, 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 I come home two days a week and I currently live, um, in, in, in Sonora, California when I work. So it's easier for me to like balance my extracurriculars because of the fact that five days out of the week, I'm not around the wife and the kids. So it's very quiet. So it's easy for me to record daily news or it's easy for me to do a recap because I've got the access and the quiet and the time to, you know, be well rested and stuff. But when I am home, when it comes to wanting to do like a live stream for my Twitch channel, that's when it does get a little bit weird. I, 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 cause I'm trying to spend as much time with my family as possible. So there are weeks where, you know, I've got to basically be like, you know, I'm not going to stream, you know, I'm here to spend time with the family or if my wife and the kids go to like church, then I'll stream while they're at church. And when they get back, I end the stream. Um, Balance that balancing act as an adult, especially being, father, full-time worker, and, you know, podcast guy, Twitch guy, it's, it's definitely hard. And I've noticed it. And once we're all in the same place, you know, full-time permanently, it'll be a lot easier to manage that. <clears throat> Granted, I'll have more, more noise in the background, but it'll, it'll definitely be a lot easier. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, when you're doing that, it's an amazing thing because in the end you're inspiring your family and also setting an example of like, Hey, sometimes in life, you got to balance a million things, whether it's family or friends or people around you, because in the end, that's what life's about is inspiring others to achieve their dream and to, to get to the next place. So uh, my hats to you, uh, take off my hat to you just because you're able to balance all that. And not that many people have the ability to just say, Hey, I'm going to do this, this, this. So awesome. That's, that's the way to do it for sure. George, how do you do it? Um, you know, pretty, pretty similar to Nick. I, you know, I have to, I, I have everything broken up into basically time segments and it sucks because sometimes, you know, you're running late or you're just, you know, scrambling for whatever reason. But, you know, I, I, I kind of have the same routine Monday through Friday. My wife has school at night, so I take care of the kids and, you know, feed them and bathe them and tuck them in and all that jazz. So it's pretty routine that way. And then usually if I have news that night, that's when I, you know, if I'm not working on it a little bit throughout the day, as I as I, as the day progresses, I jam out the rest of my news script and uh, start recording, or or you know, if it's a review or whatever. Um, but generally speaking, it's it's it gets tough because I I find myself 
between a rock and a hard place of wanting to stay up and, and, and get some games in with my brother or, you know, just, just in general veg out on something on YouTube or whatever. And then, you know, the next day I hate myself, <laughs> but you know, I'm get, I've, I've been working on getting a better work life and sleep balance. And, and it is really a balance. It almost feels like you're spinning so many plates at one time, especially when you're a parent, and like you said, working full time and trying to pursue the things that you love too. But uh, yeah, you know, it's just, I, I just try to, to maintain that balance and make sure everybody has what they need because that's what's important, you know? It's yeah. funny. I call it the, the, the risk reward of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that, like, that's the way I look at it is, is I always look at it in sleep. Like how much sleep do I need for tomorrow realistically from what, how I'm feeling now? Like I'm going to get four hours. Okay. It's going to be rough tomorrow, but I did this to myself kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, and I, and I always say at, to add to all of that is, uh, you know, if you're called to do something, you're going to do it. And no matter how challenging it is, uh, because, you know, there's a seed or a dream planted in your heart to fulfill. So it, there is no other choice. It's like, I'm going to do this or I'm not. And if you're on the boat of I'm not doing this, then obviously it, whatever you're chasing after is not you know, you're not supposed to do it, but if you, if it is built in you and you're feeling it burn out of your chest constantly, you're going to make the time, you're going to take the time and you're going to create the environment to, to do that. And, uh, and what, just in this conversation, it seems like you guys are all doing that. So that's huge. Yeah. The, the, the podcast, I'm, I'm not going to lie, is on my mind at least like 70% of the day. And then the other 30% is probably me dreaming while I'm sleeping. <laughs> doing the podcast in the dream you're like a yeah just podcasting with george in my dream telling him about about how cute and how sweet, such a sweet baby he is <laughs> yeah yeah i'm in the same boat too yeah you know once when we started the project it was on my mind like 24 7 and and it still is to to a certain extent but you know it, it it does especially when i'm at work you know i i do have to sometimes put that off and focus on other things and it's tough man especially when it's something that you love but uh you know, you, you just got to buckle down and get it done and uh, be an adult sometimes, like you said, and put your head down and get it, get it going. Yep, absolutely. All right. Topic number two, which I think is a very important topic. And if you're listening to this podcast and, and you've got something in mind that you want to do, I, I hope it inspires you because you've got three people right now who are about to answer a question that I feel if I would have heard someone answer this sooner, I it probably would have lit that fire under my butt a lot sooner to start this. But uh so what was the inspiration for giving you the drive to start doing something that you were passionate about? Nick, you start. Off. Yeah, I think I kind of tapped into it where it's, you know, just looking back right now, my own life, it's just seeing, okay, at the end of my life, did I, and what I'm doing, is it going to change people's lives? Not just, mm -hmm. Hey, make them happy or, is it actually going to put a seed and fire and passion and purpose in their life or something that I've created or worked on for them to go and chase their dream? And that's a question I asked myself a while ago and said, okay, am I doing that? And if I'm not doing that, then I have to. Uh, so that's something that really just burned away constantly and really pushed me to get to where I am today uh, and it's been a journey, but it's always sitting there. That's that's that one thing that if you have, you know, you you must do it, if that makes any sense. 
No, that makes a ton of sense. Actually, one of the things I appreciate about about your like social media postings and stuff is is you're like, here's my game, here's my game, and then you get a random post from you about like just this inspirational video about like get off your ass and do what you want to do and love what you want to do and if you want to do it do it and it's it, it's really, it's really awesome too because because you can you can see all of the conviction in your eyes and in your and, and with how you're saying those words where it's like you know when someone's trying to be like trying to hype you up but there's no hype behind their like <laughs> what they're saying and but i watch those videos and i'm like fuck yes man i'm gonna knock this shit out of the park i hope so man that means a lot thank you it's uh yeah it just burns up in my chest so it's like man i gotta hopefully throw it out there and and and, you know light someone else up so that's that's what i'm trying to do with this game trying to do with life in general and i'm happy that you know it's doing something it's fueling something so awesome awesome to hear like i've talked about your game (laughs) i've talked about your game to like george and other friends i'm like dude this is a one-man team check this shit out this is insane right and they're like that's a one man team. And I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. And so like, I, I talk about you, like, you're like my kid walking for the first time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's been, um, yeah, this, what I'm about to say taps back to that purpose where, you know, three years ago, I always say this, I didn't know how to build a game. I just was like, all right, I'm going to unity literally had a dream of using unity, like woke up and was like, okay, unity is the engine I'm going to use to build a game. And then just started playing with it. And because that purpose was always there of like, okay, I'm building something to hopefully inspire somebody to hopefully do this and that. And, and over the years it's kept growing and, and obviously having this opportunity to speak, this is what it's all about. You know, three years ago, sitting in a dungeon, trying to build something and, and, you know, figure things out being clueless, but um, hopefully it inspires others. So others. So thank you again, a million times. No problem, man. Thank you. Uh, George, George, you're up next What What, what gave you the inspiration to do this or to do the, the thing, the passion? It doesn't just have to be the podcast because you were, you, you worked with EA for a while doing that play testing. I know that was a big deal for you too. That was a big part of your life. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it was amazing to me that I even got to be a part of that. Cause I got invited kind of like at, completely out of left field to, to take part in that. But uh, that was an amazing experience and really just opened my eyes to a completely different side of game, the games industry. And that was the, I don't want to say the media side, because like, I don't necessarily consider us media yet. I'd like to one day, but uh, it, it's also kind of like, you know, that, that whole aspect of, you know, uh, you know the, the EA Game Changer program and, and, and helping in the development of a, of a title in one way, shape or another, even if it is just giving some feedback. Uh, that, that to me, you know, blew my mind and, uh, you know, just talking about video games in general and, and how many people share the same interest is amazing to me. Um, but what really got me inspired to start creating content was, uh, one of the, one of the gentlemen I met at EA, uh, Profit on Fire. And, uh, he has a, an amazing Twitch page and we've highlighted him before. Um, great guy. Um, you met him at TwitchCon, Anthony, if you recall. Yeah, he's he's a super super awesome dude. I, I've jumped in some of his streams and he remembers me and he just really awesome dude. Him and it, him and his wife, right? Yeah, his 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 wife's great too. Um, but yeah, we uh, you know I, I started watching him when he had around barely a hundred followers I, and he was a part of a uh, a, a fellow Battlefield uh, clan. We were, were we were both involved in uh, Don't Revive Me, Bro. And so it, it just got, we kind of just both hit it, hit it off a little there and uh, he helped me out quite a bit and. You know, it just inspired me to just put myself out there and, and not really 
you know, I want to make myself better, of course, but not really care too much about anybody's perception of me, so to speak. So it was, it was very liberating. Um, and I still enjoy streaming to this day. I'm working on getting some better equipment, but, uh, you know, once I get that locked down, I'm going to jump back into it because TwitchCon really lit a fire under my ass to see so many people there that shared that same interest too. So. God, TwitchCon was so much fun. Super cool. Yeah, it was, it was just, it, the whole atmosphere there was so wild. It was like being around, being around like 3000 other peers who enjoyed the exact same thing you do. And it was like, if you were around 3000 of yourself kind of in a way, but all, all yourselves had different, slightly different person personalities, I guess. I feel like that's not a fair way to, to describe it. All I know is that George and I had a killer time. We met so many awesome people. It was a great fucking, it was a great yeah. day. It was amazing. So I'd have to say the biggest inspiration for me has always been making content, whether it has been in music or has been podcasting or Twitch streaming for people that they enjoy. Like when I was, when I was in bands, you know, I, I loved watching people go fucking wild to the songs we were playing. Uh, when I started, like when we stream or when I started streaming, I enjoyed people coming in the chat and just kind of like chatting, enjoying the content. I guess that's the inspiration for me. It, it always been, but with the whole podcast, I mean, I didn't like, I was just listening to podcasts and I, I had really no urge to make a podcast until like, I, I kind of got into kind of funny and um, you know, IGN's beyond. And, and it kind of lit that weird fire into me. Like, Holy fuck. I like video games. I like nerd culture. I can totally do a podcast for this, but then it was finding the means necessary to do it. Cause I don't, I didn't have like a good computer or anything to, in order to do that. And then we found the Anchor app, which not to like shamelessly plug out Anchor, but uh, I found the Anchor app and I sat on that for a while before I, I was just going to do a podcast on my own in all honesty, before I had even known, like really known George. And then I met George via selling beer because I was one of his vendors at, 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 the, at the grocery store he works at. <laughs> and then we found out we were both into the same shit. We became friends. Well, you know, we swapped numbers due to work and then it, it turned into this mutual friendship based off of Twitch which I eventually was just like, do you want to start a podcast with me? And he's like, what? I'm like, do you want to start a podcast with me? <laughs> and George was just kind of like, uh, I guess. Sure. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, what, what the hell? What's, what's the worst thing that could happen? And, then, uh, and, and once we started the podcast, like, so the fire was already like, or the want and curiosity to start it was already there. <laughs> And so we, after we recorded our first episode, I was like, yeah, it's th that fire is fucking raging and lit. And I am ready to do this as much as possible. Yeah. And I had so much fun. I was, I was all in. I was just like, you know what? I've never considered podcasting, but this was a hell of a lot of fun. So here I am. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like a group of people just, uh, we've been doing it for thousands of centuries, man, sitting around a table, just talking. So it's, uh, whether it's with a beer or a cigar and, you know, but now it's evolved into something called podcast and, and, you know, the whole world gets to listen to it. So that's, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> hey, real quick. <laughs> a phone number update. So fun anecdote. Nick gave me his number earlier and it was the wrong number. And then I got a text saying, delete this. And I was like, huh? And I found out it wasn't Nick's number. And that number just texted me back and was like, I'm not Nick. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was that's so funny 
Oh, it's probably some like super important business investor who's got no time for shenanigans from some random number because he's making money off the stock market. You should just like text him back, like, you sure you're not Nick? And then just, All right, <laughs> Send him back. No, I'll, I'll text him a picture of me shirtless and be like, All right, yeah, how about now? You sure you're not Nick? <laughs> Oh, awesome. <laughs> Does this entice you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so so that was that was one of the things because because Nick, you're it, it, it's not like you've got like any slow time in your life, especially like once you have a nine month old baby. Uh, like I remember those times where I had a nine month old and it, it it they're like just oh maybe they're starting they're crawling maybe they're starting to walk yeah and you've got like you you've really got no like. The, your amount of downtime really comes in the form of that child sleeping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then even in that downtime, because I'm working with a, a composer in Australia. So like the time difference, I think it's like two o'clock there when it's 8 PM where I am. So when I get to sit down, you know, then I'm starting to write messages back and forth and getting music ready for the game and then contacting our PR guy in like England. And that's like a different time zone. And then like our artists in Spain and it's just like, Oh, like going back and forth to try to get things going and get trying to group people together on that downtime. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's nonstop. It really has been nonstop. For... If you don't mind me asking, uh, like how, percentage wise how 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 far along is the game if you were to give it if you can answer it cool if you can't i understand but uh like percentage wise how far along is the game i think it's 50 percent because i work pretty fast so i think next year is going to be just filling in all the environments working on ai and enemies and boss battles and then by the end of next year it should be pretty much like hey it's almost there and then at the end of the year, I plan on just doing like a real tight polish and then mm-hmm. 2020, like a little more polish and then like getting it out there. So it's, uh, it seems 2020 seems far away, but it, it's right around the corner. It's a year from now. So, yeah, um, you know, and then, Nick, oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on. I, I, I thought you were done and I cut you off. I'm so no, no, sorry. go, go ahead. I'm pretty much, yeah. You have one other thing that you need to plug out that, that you haven't plugged out yet. And it involves kind of funny. You want to plug that out real quick? Oh yeah, man. It's uh, that's been uh, a journey. So uh, recently, uh, we sent the live action trailer we're working on for Adams Ascending to the kind of funny team because they recently announced that they're filling in the spot for PSX because they're not having a conference, the PlayStation Experience. So they're like, hey, we're gonna do the kind of funny game showcase uh, on December eighth, and it's gonna be about indies and. I think they're going to have some pretty big titles as well that are ending up sending some, some content through there. Uh, yeah. So I was doing a trailer anyways, around a month or t- a month that month. And I was like, reached out to Greg and say, Hey, Mr. Greg, um, yada, yada, yada. I'm trying to do this uh, trailer. I'll get it to you as fast as possible. He's like, all right, send it when you got a chance. And we had like a rough version. We sent him a teaser first. He liked it. And then we sent him pretty much a rough version of what's going to air uh, on December 8th. He, he literally said, he, I'm, I'm effing in. Uh, I don't want to curse, but yeah, he's uh, effing in. You're effing in. And we got in. So we're super pumped and inspired that, you know, this, this little game that I'm trying to build is going to have the opportunity to be on the showcase that we hope the whole industry is going to be watching. And, and uh, we're believing that something big is going to come through it. So yeah, kind of funny.
September 8th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So you can be able to catch the Adam's Ascending trailer there. God, I can't wait. Everything I've seen in the teaser trailers, I'm just like, I am, my body is ready for this. Well, so, so once again, that is uh, the Adam's Ascending uh, game. It, it's going to be the actual game trailer, not the, it, like, well, teaser, teaser trailer, right? Yeah, it, it's, um, I don't want to reveal length and everything, but yeah, it'll, it'll live action trailer and then we were kind of inspired by a lot of assassin's creed trailers where they have some live action and then they throw in some gameplay footage sprinkled in there so um i was able to get some decent gameplay footage put together and we threw it in there and yeah and uh so we're pumped for that and cheeks jr has been a huge inspiration he's like dude you know, like, we got, we got to move now. We got to make things happen. And he also helped motivate me to, I haven't fully announced it, sort of, but we're going to be launching our Kickstarter the day of the kind of funny showcase because obviously the trailer is going to show. We think it's probably a perfect opportunity to at least get a Kickstarter going that day because all eyes are going to be watching. Uh, so so yeah. did, you just, did, you, did you just announce that on Dad's Beards Nerds? Uh, yeah, so we just announced that uh, we're going to be doing <laughs> a starter on December 8th. And uh, yeah, pre-announcement, pre-order. We did it, George! We <laughs> yeah. did it! We're big you, time! Our you, first big announcement! You All guys... right, so <laughs> IGN, kind of funny, Kotaku, y'all are, y'all are gone. You're done. It's Dad's Beards Nerds now. Nobody needs you guys. We got big announcements here. <laughs> it happened right here, live. Nobody needs. We don't need any of you guys anymore. Dad's Birds Nerds is now your titular place to find your gaming news. Absolutely. <laughs> no, and you guys, uh, there's going to be a cool uh, vid- announcement video that we're going to launch out there. So um, we're pumped. Uh, that should be coming very shortly. And uh, yeah, I'm pumped to start getting the word. Anybody who hears this, spread it, retweet, talk, get it going, and. Uh, share the love let's get this thing. Well, you've, you've definitely got our full support we'll definitely be retweeting and, and posting the shit out of that thank you appreciate that and then one more time once again that is saturday december 8th at 10 a.m pacific time at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you will be you will be able to see the adam's ascending teaser trailer uh alongside a lot of other games at the kind of funny games showcase so once again december 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Support Nick. Support Adam's Ascending, please. Real fast. Hey, George, is your uh, is your oven on? No, actually. It is. <laughs> face watch. All right, everybody. This is Smooth Face Watch. Uh, it's either Beard Watch or Smooth Face Watch. And today it's Smooth Face Watch. We are uh, a Smooth Face Watch showing... Uh, off our friend Demetrius Newell, aka Gifted Dim sixty three on Twitter and Gifted Dim sixty three on Twitch. That's G Y F T E D D I M six three on both Twitter and Twitch. Uh, Gifted is a kind of funny best friend. He is an awesome person. He is generally in my uh, my Twitch streams. He's in the Dad's Beards Nerds Twitch stream from time to time when we do decide to stream. <laughs> Uh, so please go out and give him all your love. Give him, give him, give him some sweet, nasty love. Maybe kiss him on the cheek, whisper in his ear, climbing through his bedroom window when he's sleeping. Go to his side of the bed specifically, not Reese. Whisper into his ear, and when he tries to kill you, just lay there and smile at him. <laughs> if you could do that for me, that'd be amazing. I don't know his address. <laughs> You're gonna have to do some internet searching, but find him and whisper into his ear, <laughs> please. <That'd be> fantastic. <laughs> um. So. So 
that's it, Nick. I just want to say, uh, I want to say thank you for coming on. Uh, like watching your journey, making this game has been a really big inspiration to me. Um, watching one man make something and polish it and uh, market it and do everything that, that a team of 20 plus people should be doing on his own and doing it really freaking well. Uh, when I see your videos, when I see your teaser trailers, your inspirational videos, your posts, it generally gives me kind of that pep in my step to, to do better at the stuff that I'm doing. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's so much appreciated. I'm, I, I'm humbled and honored to be on the show and hopefully we can do this more often as things grow. And I just want to throw it out there. If anybody's here and, and you're able to help in any way, it is welcomed. Please reach out to anybody here. Um, reach out to me on Twitter and, or Instagram. And uh, I'm always open. I know how it was when I started. So please, I'm here to help and lift you up to your dreams to help you fulfill your dreams. So thank you again for letting me be on here. It means a lot. You're welcome, man. It was great having you. Oh, great to be here. Awesome. All right, guys, let's jump into the outro real quick. Remember, if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, leave us a message via the Anchor app by going to the Dads, Beards, Nerds podcast homepage at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. There you'll be able to tap the message button and leave a voice message for us to showcase, answer your questions, or just have a good laugh at what you've left us. Please keep it clean, keep it nice, because if it's mean, we ain't going to play it in your face. Slam dunk. Anyways, this has been Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 12. I'm Anthony. And I'm George. Thank you so much for coming. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.